Hello and welcome to 97.9 Unity Radio, the hottest sports show in New England, especially Worcester, coming to you live from Utica. It's Moneyline with myself, the best podcast radio host in the universe, Steve Cully, and the coach who's gutting out a performance today, Frankie C. How are we doing? He may have COVID. That's it. We're not exactly sure. Life ender right here. So we've finally made it to the end of the line. We've we've done college. We've done the NFL. Football is just a very long, grueling undertaking because it really starts in March with your off-season program, your OTAs college you got your spring practice coaches are on the road recruiting then you got your summer workouts then you got training camp and then the season there I mean is there any other sport that you could compare football to uh, no it's it's pretty grueling um, basketball has all, all the professional sports have a long season and that's for the money factor <laughs> but I would think just the, the, the no other sport has the bodily grind on it that football does. I mean, the hockey may be close. Uh, there's contact in hockey, but there's contact in hockey selectively and at certain points of the game. And football, it's every play after play after play, you're banging and beating and, 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 and scratching and clawing. So I would think the most grueling of the professional sports out there, of any sport out there, is football. But, I, I mean, could you ever see it where they could play multiple football games in a week? Like you see in other sports, there's no, no way, right? right? You can't. No, physically, you just can't. Your body can't recuperate fast enough. Um, I mean, you'd be, it'd be a mass unit. You'd have guys in and out of injury uh, calls, injury designations all the time. It would not be worth it. And, and game planning, that you wouldn't be able to do it. No, it takes time. It takes a it takes a week's preparation. It takes it takes two solid days of film preparation alone, just by staff to put things together to figure out how to attack and how to prepare the week. And you know. Coaching staffs are being put together right now. Head coaches have been hired. The latest, Raheem Morris, going to Atlanta. Are you surprised that Bill Belichick is unemployed at the, at the moment? No. You're not surprised? No. That nobody was going to hire the most winningest coach nope. besides George Hallis or Don Shula in NFL history? No, no, because... Do you think it's just his personality that nobody <laughs> likes him? That, that 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 without a doubt, the arrogance factor is there, the control factor is there from top to bottom. He'd want to run the entire program. Allegedly, he didn't. Uh, according to Atlanta. Um, but do you think it was like spite? Like people were like, I "Screw you, Belichick." I think you're 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 going into generational football. You're coming into a generation now where younger athletes, younger staff members, younger uh, associates in, within the program don't have the capability to take the temperament of someone like that. They don't respond to it. They don't. They right? don't. They don't. That's not what they want. They don't feel it. They're not feeling it when he talks. They're not feeling it when he tries to motivate. They're not understanding when he tries to explain designations and explain ideas because it's just not fresh. It's not new. It's not warm. It's not welcoming. It's not inviting. Well, that's, that's the other thing. I go back to it's a toughness factor. When I was coaching at Holy Cross, we would have endless meetings about how do we get tougher? How do we get tougher kids? 
And do you just think it's the generation that the toughness has kind of gone away and just the level of athletes they're just coddled or softer well yeah you you're, you have less athletes not more athletes in this generation and probably the next and it'll thin out as the generations continue right. because it's too hard it was, yeah um, and and you people people can't take criticism they can't take criticism the, the, the mental factor of being an athlete is half the battle and most of these kids that are growing up now can't take the criticism of correction the criticism of analysis, the criticism of motivation, whether it may be. Now, listen, I've seen some coaches, and all they do is just yell and mother someone up and down the field all the time or up and down the court. And after a while, it makes players numb. Yeah, it's almost they, they like these players. It. It's almost like yeah. these players come out with PTSD. Yeah, yeah. So I know that side of it like that. But even in general situations, when uh, coaches are trying to motivate. It, they just these kids. This the switch is not there. It's not being. It's not able to be turned on, because that is not how they motivate themselves. Because I remember when I played for you a long, long time ago, you had said that the Saturday morning meetings, where where you would watch the film with the kids, would get so intense sometimes that kids would leave crying. That you know they because the coaches were hard on them, but that, you had to be hard on them in order to make those corrections to win games. That's for I right? mean that's when I played in high school. That's what it was. We were watching an eight millimeter, yeah. and 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 you you see yourself make no a mistake. And, no, no, and because they expect perfection, does it happen every play? Absolutely not. My son plays high school basketball. In basketball, if you shoot 50% from the field, you're doing a pretty good yes. job. Yep. Um, that's what my kid shoots from the field. Of course, he's 6'8", he's so everything he shoots is basically close to a layup. Um, I, and still, he gets ripped, and he gets criticized, and he gets, you know, and, and that's just that's part of what but you know, you, his you staff always does to motivate him, but it doesn't work. For my son, it doesn't work because he shuts himself down. But you, you had always said there's a difference between criticizing the play on the field and in criticizing someone personally correct it's but, not personal but there's but there's no different you can't, can't differentiate the nowadays they can't if you say hey th that was a crappy play you just did out there yeah. they think that you are the worst human being possible uh, that i'm the worst human being possible and i take total offense to it you know so i think that that distinction and they don't come back is, from it. no no there's no that's why they quit so many pack it in so many quit so many don't want to put in the time uh, the effort uh it, you know to be an to be a good athlete nowadays, not 40 years ago, 50 years ago, when we would just show up and you'd play the game and try out and make the team play and the season's done. Now it's year-round. It's, it's year travel round. ball. It's it's weight room work. It's personal trainers. It's one-on-one. -on -one, it's group work. It's a, So we're really asking a lot more of the young male and female athlete, whereas 30, 40 years ago, they never saw that. Well, you, I, I mean, I, you, you had your son. He was working – with a coach one-on-one, -on -one. was he when I believe third grade, fourth grade, uh, fourth, fourth grade yeah. up, fourth grade up. Now, does do you think that contributes to burnout when they get older because they've been doing it for so long that you know when they get to high school that ah eh, I've done this forever and I don't care anymore? 
it, it's it, <clears throat> it almost makes the game not fun for them anymore. The game's it's not fun for my kid anymore. You you really you don't when when he's out there you don't see him having enjoyment well, when, when passion he, when he has success. You well, know, yeah, the, right. the, the 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 people around him, the the, the student body. The, I mean, they all love him and they they, they root for him. They and support they, him. They, yeah. they do and all that, but. You know, and on the other hand, the criticism that he gets from the opposite side—it's—it's it's difficult for him to enjoy the game. It's not. It's, it's, see, we need to change the designation of of, athletic, of sports. Sports is not a <laughs> game not, anymore. It's, it's a business. Hey, well, it really is top to bottom. It is it's now. a business. Uh, think, you're, think, you're of right. it, think of it. Not just on the professional level or the college level with the NILs. High school level. Oh, AAUs are billion. They're, they're money. They're money yeah. making machines, right? Yep. Personal training is is a yep. big time lucrative business. Yep. Um, you know, uh, the sports outfitting uh, of kids apparel is, is, yep. apparel is, is a right. huge business. So endorsements. Yep. Th- th- there there right. is no game anymore. No, there's That's no true. there's no just showing up and playing. It is a business for all of us. From as soon as we're born, and we're doing some kind of a sport, it's a business. But would you say? The criticism that your son and other players on the basketball team may receive from the coach, is it warranted or is, does he take it too far and make it personal? Each coach has their own style Absolutely. that they're comfortable with and they're not going to change for your no. son, my son, or anybody's no. son, Bell- which I totally, <laughs> right. I totally understand that. I just think as as a coach every you, you every need, kid responds differently. You need yeah, you need to learn you need to learn your team. You need to learn from in basketball from 1 to 14, you need to learn your players right. and who responds to what. Exactly. And then you can work off that. I did the same thing in football. I would yell in football. Some kids some kids I would t- give you a hug to some do it, right? and even the ones I would yell at afterwards I give them a hug because it's just no and there, there's no there uh, I've never I've never been in to coach to denigrate a kid never it's, no. it's not wanna, that's not the focus the focus is to get the best win. out of them yeah is to have them perform at their top ability and my, my goal was always to give them the tools necessary as far as skill level to be able to progress to the next level of football in college um if, exactly. I, if I could give them the skills to be able to have a school look at them and feel comfortable recruiting them and bringing them in then i felt that as a coach i did my job wins and losses are there uh, but they're not the main focus of what we're trying to do. Love to win every game. It would be fantastic. But what I'm trying to do is to get every kid the the tool set, the skills, to be able to go to the next level and play if they love the game. And you have often said what's been most rewarding to you is having former players come into the pizzeria and tell you how they're doing, thanking you for what you did for them. Best, best thing ever is so to see guys come back. So many kids over 30 years, right? Guys come back. I was in Walmart yesterday and ran into a kid that I coached yep. in high school. And now he's, uh, he's out in uh, West Edmondson, New York. He's, uh, he's a farmer. And he's trying to do self-sustaining self, uh, farming with his wife. And he's got a little small family. And he still has this job, but you know, farming is like a side thing. And he's yeah. you know, he's going to bring in cattle. He's got chickens. He's got, and it just and 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 what do we talk about when we're there? We talk about other guys that played for me, played with him. Um, it's a family. It's a, and 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 if I didn't if I didn't uh, come off as an honest human being and as a good person to him while I was his coach, I'm sure he would have pushed the cart right by and not flagged yep. me down to say hello. So that means a lot more to me than anything else, than wins, losses, all that stuff like they're tied in with, with, with sports. 
Um, and it, it gave me great pleasure to talk to him and to talk to others that come in. I see how they progress in life because those child athletes are now adults, you know, and they form our society. So I think that's a big thing. Yeah, and I, I remember you said that you saw Joey Dezens, who was our wide receiver, and he was so happy to see you, and he remembered the catch that he had in the Dome in the championship game against Camden, or uh, Joey Carcone throwing the pitch pass for, for a touchdown, that, that great call that you had. They all, they, all, they all remember the – they all remember the good times, which is good, and it gives us something to focus on and talk about. But I'm, all, you know, the first thing I do when I see them is, "Hey, how you doing? How's your family? Yeah, how, yep. how you been? What are you doing now? What are you up to in your life?" And I love to see the progression of guys that I had a small effect on in, in life, and, and hopefully they move on to do great things. Now we were talking about toughness, and when we would have these dis discussions at Holy Cross, I would always raise my hand and I would say, "Coach, we can't build toughness. You either have it or you don't." It's not like we can take these kids out and, and beat them, you know. We can't, you know, have them run stadiums until they die. In my opinion, toughness, you either – it's either ingrained in you, you have it, or you just simply don't. What is your opinion on that? Well, you can – you, you can you, you can think it can be built? No, no, well, it can be – it can be translated. So yep. some, some kids don't understand how far they can push themselves mentally or physically Correct. to – be in that position of being mentally or physically tough so you need to show them what what that 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 structure is what the boundaries are you need to show them how to implement it in a game how to implement it in practice you need to show them the pace uh the effectiveness the the, the force uh, you can show them all these things with examples both physically on the right. board or mentally but after a while if those don't become evident in the player they don't they don't show then really there's not much else that's going to, you know, there's no magical switch that's going that's to make a player become all of a sudden angry, aggressive, uh, kind of what you're looking Physical, for on right. yeah, the team. So you'll, you'll see uh, during development through practice if that player has that kind of killer instinct, has that kind of natural athletic ability to be uh, what's quote-unquote tough. But, like, what would you say the – key age group is where that toughness is cultivated is it when they get to high school is it before that are you are you just developing it all the way through you never stop because like i said i think the kid either has it or he doesn't yeah well certain certain kids it takes longer to show yeah um they're either a they're not an alpha type a personality right type a personalities you could tell right away those kids they're going to be more combative, more challenging, more in your face. Those are the kind of kids that you're talking about as far as about toughness. But that can be a toughness up front that you don't really see translate onto an athletic field. Right. So I know several guys who were quieter than hell. Yeah. Never said boo. Well, boy, slap a pair of pads on their shoulders and they're out there wrecking everything that they see. So every player is a different situation. Every situation brings different challenges. I think that uh, to, to, to have a player develop along the years and give him, again, I'm giving him the, the, the skill set. Yes. I'm giving him the tools to be successful. Now, hopefully, he ramps it up and takes those tools that I've given him and implements it in the right way with the correct amount of, so say, violence needed, especially in the game of football, uh, to translate on the field to be a, a successful player. But the, the coaches like Belichick could be gone 
the, the, the wave of the future is the new age, like, like a Sean McVay. These, these players, coaches that are nicer or, or you know, they're, they're not practicing in pads as much. Do you see it staying that way? And the people who are from Belichick's generation, they're just going to be weeded out and the players are going to shut down. They don't want to play for a coach like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. I see that. I see this being the last dinosaur era of yeah. coaches. Sean Payton. That uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't see that lasting. Um, right now, it looks like a coach has to be he has to have a a social media presence like the players do. He has to have a a hot side piece like yep. the players do. He's got to have a hot wife or a hot girlfriend. Yep. Um, got to be on TikTok. He has to dress flashy or yeah. or dress down to make a <laughs> statement like, "Hey, man, I'm just a casual dude." Yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's it's more of the, they need to acclimate themselves to attract the players. That they need to be successful. They gotta have an image, yeah, like that. No, that is that that is true, and and you you definitely you definitely see it. You definitely see it in the coaches. But I mean, you don't think it's too much for them to be on social media, you know, making announcements on social media, you know, sometimes calling players out on social media. I mean, is that the right platform for that to be done? Well, that's where everyone that's migrates where everyone right goes. now. That's where they all migrate right now. No one is watching yeah. television. No. No one is listening to AM, FM radio. <laughs> well, they listen to us. So yes, so I should back that up a little <laughs> bit. But but no one no one is no one is really doing any kind of socializing on those yeah. those platforms. So now you release a tweet or that's news. You put something on TikTok or you you know you, whatever you release on uh, even on Facebook. Facebook is still relevant. Um, I think that that has a much more uh, larger, it has a larger footprint, yeah. larger impact on what, what someone is trying to get across. Now, let me ask you this as well, because I was also seeing as these staffs, the coaching staffs have been put together. You know, I'm used to the days of 10 coaches, maybe on a staff, nine coaches. There's 20 plus coaches on a staff. There's uh, the Giants have a quarterback's coach. An assistant head coach, a passing game coordinator, a defensive passing game coordinator. What are all these titles? What are they just names? What do they mean? Like, if, how do you? Do if them? you really want to see something work? intriguing, watch an NBA game. There's three so guys, NBA right? Game, no, no, no. There's a lot in an NBA game. In an NBA game, you'll see the chairs up front for the staff, the head yeah. coach, and assistant, and then the players, fifteen players, and then behind that, you'll see a whole line of people with the same shirt on the same team staff shirt on right and they are everything from trainer assistant trainer big man coach guards coach so they uh, so have they have, they have too. so many play so many coaches and assistants for those 15 players that it makes it kind of ridiculous after a while um but do you need I, a pass game coordinator, well, a run game coordinator, and an offensive coordinator? I mean, I mean, you know, isn't that overkill? All, all, all it is is it just takes the burden off of the head coach to have to be there to think about anything. Basically, you have to trust who you bring in, and you you are really just a mouthpiece. You know, got to, uh, coaches aside, like a Sean McVay, yeah. who 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 calls his own plays. Basically, you know, a couple of the coaches still do that. Um, yeah, it just it allows for less distraction for the head coach to be able to be the mouthpiece of the team. And you don't think it's too much to have that many voices going around? The money's there, so it's not a money factor. So they can bring in as many as they want. I think more eyes on the situation sometimes is good. 
and sometimes it's bad because then everybody's ratting on everybody else. So coordinator will go to the head coach and say the O coordinator is doing something that's out of line. Yeah. And then the O coordinator goes back and says the pass game coach over there is, is, is screwing things up. So it can always cause chaos. But a lot of times, six eyes are better than two. Right. And, and, and three, good eyes. Three, right, good eyes. And three ideas are better than one. A lot of times you think you have it solved and you have it figured out and you really don't. And another voice, another input is always good to have. Yeah, I agree with you. So as we are coming towards the Super Bowl, I just wanted to run through the playoffs, the playoff teams, and just get your input on where you see them for 2024, their outlook. And, you know, the first playoff game we saw, we, we saw the Texans beat the Browns, which was a, a bit of an upset. And as you said, C.J. Stroud really cemented himself. Um, we got to see Joe Flacco for the Browns. He may have a chance to return. What do you see going forward for each team hit there? Do you well, think Cleveland still has a presence in the North and the Texans in the South? Yeah, I think both teams actually have a big presence. Some Cleveland's defense will always keep them in games and keep them in the uh, relevance of winning that conference. Um, I would uh, Flacco aside, you yeah. know, because you're, you're going to you know, Watson Sean Watson's back. coming back and he's he's being paid two hundred fifty million dollars or whatever it is. So, so he, he's going he's going to be playing. So you know, Flacco come back as a backup. That's fine. So yeah, I think Cleveland will definitely be relevant. I think they'll add a piece or two and to, he, to the offensive side of the ball. Too. Yeah, and Houston just played. I think they played head and shoulders above where they they really are. Right. As a team, they so now they can they can improve a little bit through the draft and through free agency and pick up uh, a piece or two where they think they might need it. But both teams will be relevant. Both teams will be in it. It'll be harder, I think, for Houston to replicate what they did than than, than Cleveland. I think Cleveland can replicate where they were and Cleveland's win a, in a game. Tough division. I don't yeah. think Houston would have a little tougher time yeah. replicating the success they had this year. Dolphins and the Chiefs. Everyone talked about the Chiefs, you know, they were going to have to play three games. They were going to have to play on the road for the first time. The Dolphins were the number two seed. They just lay an egg in Kansas City. It was cold. They got nothing going. I don't think um, they attempted a pass longer than like eight yards. What is your outlook there for the Dolphins? And, you know, we'll obviously talk about the Chiefs later. I think for the Dolphins, it all stands on if you're a Tua believer if you're or not. Stick with them. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm having a hard time, I'm having an a, a internal struggle trying to think if Tua is the fit there for the Dolphins. I, I like what he does. I don't love what he does. I think because he's limited. He ret- right. He ret- when 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 the pressure is on, he seems to retreat into a shell. He doesn't he doesn't open up. Now, granted, you know injuries put them a little bit they behind did. at different different times. You're missing a weapon or two, the, especially the great weapons. Out, yep. Yeah, you know, missing Tyreek Hill for a little while out. too. Sure. So you're 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 down some weapons, but um, I don't know. Because it's going to be it's forty million dollars a year to keep them. Yeah, that's what that's, that's, that's a lot of money. Be. That's a lot of money. And I don't know if that's if that's the fit right there. Will, will the Dolphins? I I think the Dolphins will have success. I think there'll be a playoff team again. They they have the pieces to do that. It's just if you if you're a believer in Tua, yeah, Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City's Kansas City. They're unbelievable. They are they are. It's an unbelievable team. Uh, whether they score thirty a game, whether they score seventeen a game, whether their defense is good, their defense is bad on it, they are in every game they play. 
There is never a time when you turn your head and Kansas City is being blown off the field. And I think that's Andy Reid all the way. And I, I think it's, it's a top-to-bottom belief in the staff, low. belief yep. in the players, belief in the system. Uh, they believe in each other. And, and you know what? You've won a couple of Super Bowls with that group. Yeah. And that's confidence right there. Being in the being in the big game and winning the big game puts you miles ahead of other people that have not been there. The uh, I would say the upset of the playoffs, Packers, Cowboys. Cowboys, again, the number two seed. Packers limping into the playoffs destroy Dallas. A lot, you know, it was 48 to 32. It was, it was a bigger blowout than the score indicates. Everyone thought McCarthy should have been fired. Dallas looks so lackluster. And I don't know where Green Bay came from, where Jordan Love just lit it up. What do you see here? I mean, the Packers in the North with uh, competing with Detroit. The Cowboys in the NFC East, you know, with the Eagles. What do you like here? Well, as the questions around Tua arise, I think the questions about Jordan Love have been answered. You think so? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I think he's. I think he now, with what he did the last six, seven weeks of the season, he really, on, yeah. really transplanted himself into a a good NFL quarterback. I mean, I think I, you could see how the Packers responded. They were flying around the field. Yeah. They they have no they had no fear. His numbers too. I mean, he numbers were crazy. Thirty touchdowns. I mean, and and the no thing is, is that the thing is that that they are they are baby young. Very, they're I one mean, of the younger the, teams. Yes, the, they're, they're probably the youngest team yep. in the NFL. Yep. So now you put all that together in the late game, late season success they had this year. Uh, next year, that conference should see the Packers uh, fight for a with conference the, title. With the Lions exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It'll be a lot closer. And as far as the Cowboys, I know you. Didn't think Dak Prescott, you know, he plays well at home. He doesn't play well on the road. The defense just got shredded. Micah Parsons didn't play up to his normal standard. They retain Mike McCarthy. They don't extend him. He's basically going in as a lame duck coach. What do you see for Dallas? As long as Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> I see upfront success and back-end losses. They're, they're I right. hate to say that since the Jimmy Johnson era right. um, and Barry Switzer. Um, They'll always I, I just, win the division. They'll yeah, be the 10, 11-win yeah. team. I, I put and, Dak Prescott in the same light as I put Tua Tagovailoa. Right. I just don't know if the, 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 the presence is there to win a championship. I just, I, I don't feel it. I don't feel all warm and fuzzy. Jordan Love, I'll feel all warm and fuzzy yes. about. Yes. Uh, and, you know, he's on, on the early end of his career and, and really hasn't even been put in a situation yet to win anything. Prescott's been but in the league for a Dak's while. Dak's been there. I don't feel all warm and fuzzy with Dak Prescott. And I know people are going to say, oh, they gave up so many points. And they, Well, you know what? He turned the ball over. <laughs> he turned the ball over, and he did nothing to produce points until late in the game. I mean, he couldn't get the ball to C.D. Lamb. You, you have to – right. You have to – if the Packers are running it up on your defense, you oh, have to score. they ran it down their throat. You have to score. Yeah, on your side of the ball, you got to take care of your shit. And you he, did answer, not, yes. he did not do that. No, 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 he cowered. Um, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But what does that say about the going rate for a starting NFL quarterback, you're going to have to shell out between 30 and $50 million to get an elite starting NFL quarterback. Is that worth it? Are they all worth it? Because they all can't be worth that kind of money. Well, no, they're not. I mean, Brock Purdy is not making that kind of money, and he's, he's going to be in the Super Bowl. It. Right. He's going to he command will, it. He will down the road, absolutely. But 
I, I you got to get them in the rookie uh, contract. I, I, I think I think until you prove you have gotten there, or until you prove you can get your team to where it needs to get, that kind of money should be hard to attain. Uh, they're throwing it at people right now. It's a top tier. Yeah. Uh, you know why they're throwing it at people because. Well, no Deshaun job. Watson screwed everyone. Well, with his he did, but he no, all the no owners. job, no job in the NFL is as well, it's not questioning, yeah. unsecure, yeah. hard uh, as an NFL quarterback. Yep. No job. Of the, you can't. You You're could take. Guy. You could take ten quarterbacks' names, put them on darts, throw them at the dartboard, <laughs> and 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 you know maybe one of those could would end up landing in the in the bullseye. You know what? Yeah. So you're right. To be able to to be able to find an NFL quarterback that can lead your team, be successful, and take you to the Super Bowl and win, very difficult. Right. So they're throwing they're money worth, at everyone, trying to yeah. find out who's yeah. who who's the guy. Yeah. But as fast as you get the money, you could be out of they a job. They get rid of them. That's right. And they eat it. And they eat it. And they take. They the don't dead care. Cap they don't care. Your Washington Commanders yes. took the cap hit with Carson Wentz. Yes, they just they, they great, didn't want him anymore. Great job. They now, just cut him. I could have saved the general manager and the team so much you time, could. and I could have told them Carson Wentz he's is not, not the, the guy, guy you not, want. He's not the guy. He's not the guy you want. Please don't give up a draft. Right. Pick. Please don't, don't no take draft the cap picks. Hit. No money. Save it. I would have rather seen them start. A, yeah. I would rather see them start a guy on the bench yeah. for a few games until they could find someone to p- p- plug it for a year, and then make your decision after year. But they don't. They don't understand. They look at. I don't understand what they look at uh, when when they're like we, t- we talked about this a week or two ago. How general managers in the NFL are just garbage. Yeah, the evaluation garbage. They don't, I don't know how they evaluate players. I don't know how they evaluate money. I don't know how they just just the talent. You can look, you could look at someone and tell, especially if they have an NFL track record. Well, he went to a Super Bowl, and I think that made him a made man. That was man. off his first year. But Nick Foles, yeah, quarterback, yeah, right, Super right, Bowl. right, right. You know what I mean? And, yeah. so, and it's not. And and bottom line, you have a track record of what he's done in the NFL on film for, for four and years, five that, years. Yeah. After that, what has he done? Like, what have you seen? Right, yeah. and, and he, so he isn't a locker room. So guy. you're you're expecting. Now, granted, the Geno Smiths of the world are out there. Well, right? He, he, I mean, they're out there. Geno Smith took time. is a, right. Yep. Geno Smith. But that's is, rare. That's very rare. Jo, the, you know, the Joe Flacco's are out there. Yeah. Comes back off of the couch. You know, yeah. so so they're there. But it's so rare. It's so difficult to find the fit. Right. But you're looking at bringing someone in. The guy's track record is 500, and you're going to say this is the guy that's going to change it around and lead us. Yeah. It's impossible. No. You're absolutely right. Um, and th- that always shocked me. I couldn't believe they went after good old Carson Wentz. The, uh, the Rams and your team, the Lions, that was one of the best playoff games we saw probably this season. The Lions, Dan Campbell, pulled it out. Stafford gutted through. Great performance. Both teams are looking good for the future. The, the Rams are one of the, you know, an older team, but they're not many pieces away from another run. The Lions are geared up. What do you like here? Much as I like the Lions, I'm going to say they're going to have a hard time repeating. Everyone does. Uh, to, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Now, it's almost like, you know, with, with Houston, the second time around, people have seen you, and they're going to have a better idea of how to defend you and how to score on you. 
So I think Detroit's run will be much more difficult this upcoming year to get anywhere near where they were this year. And also because of the, because of the Packers, you would say too. I would say without a doubt because of the Packers, and I think you know I think the Bears are going to be better too. The um, Bears, yeah, really. I think the Bears are going to be a little bit better this year too. Absolutely, depending on you know I don't Justin know Justin Fields. I think I think Fields stays. I, I think um, he does too. I think Fields stays. I think they trade the pick, uh, and they they start to fortify their team and get them another receiver. I mean, I, I don't see them. To, Justin Fields, as much as I'm not a fan of Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL because none of them have had success yes. except for C.J. Stroud right now being the first year. i got to hand it to him so far. So good. But no, no Ohio State quarterback has had NFL success ever. No. But no. I, you, there's just something about Fields that's there that needs to open up. I don't know what it is. I don't know where the switch you, you've is. You've seen progress from him. He has some games where he looks like he has total command of the yep. game, and he has some games where it looks like someone poked him in both he's eyes and he's the, blind. Yeah, uh, so I don't, you know, I don't know how you rectify that, but yeah, I, I think um, I think Detroit will be good. I think they'll have a hard time repeating and get back to the championship game. I think the Rams definitely will be. They got to keep Stafford up, upright. Got to keep Stafford upright. Uh, they got to get a little younger. A, yeah, need to add a few pieces here or there, but. Their skills, their skill players are fantastic. No, they are. They they, so, they had the receiver, the rookie of the year. Right. Basically, you're talking about you know you got to add a lineman uh, or two, and you got to add some defensive help. And they lost um, their DC. Right. So you know I, I I see the Rams being in the fold too. Where kind of funny because in the first half of the season you look at the Rams they like, were oh, they were one in five. Oh, they were, they, this is they were, horrible, they were right? Awful, but yeah. uh, great comeback and great uh, reversal by McVeigh and the Rams. Steelers and Buffalo. <laughs> The game gets postponed to Monday, and what a game it was. It was just fun to watch. The atmosphere in Buffalo, the snow everywhere. Um, Buffalo just lit them up. And, you know, poor Pittsburgh was going in with Mason Rudolph. They didn't really stand a chance. But looking forward, are the Pittsburgh, are they a playoff team in 2024? Do they have the quarterback? And Pickett. Well, I don't. I don't think right now they have the quarterback. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think Pickett or Rudolph or also having the staff is the answer. I thought Pickett would be better. Um, they never put him back in though. To be no, fair, when he got I, healthy, they, I, I think that's a. I think they that's stayed just with a, Rudolph. Well, they're staying with the hot hand that they figured. Who's but three I also, and one? I think. Yeah, I also think that they've seen probably enough of Pickett on film. Really? Yeah. After think, two years? Yeah, I think they have. I think they've seen enough of Pickett on film. So a first round pick. And and you're 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 moving on. You're from moving on, moving on up to the east side. So, I I, I see Pittsburgh as Pittsburgh to me is always a playoff contender. Because they Mike can Tomlin, always get the, yeah, yeah, just there's and then I've seen, it's just AFC North. It's just it's not even the, it's not even Tomlin. It's it's just if you think about it, step back and look at the Steeler franchise. Yeah. Per se, the rune is the the owners make it so stable. The the, the environment is stable. The yeah. How many coaches have they had in the history? Three, uh, three, no, yeah. uh, 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 Cower, Cower yeah, and and Tomlin, yeah. So right off the bat, the stability is there, the comfort level is there, the respect for the players is there, yeah. Um, Mr. Know, Rooney is, or is a well-respected owner. Systems don't switch much, you know. The the yeah. the mental attitude of the Steelers is, you know, they're going to be a, a, a. The Steelers are not coming out like you know the the, the run and shoot. They're they're going to run the ball. Right, and that's they're going to throw it. They're yep. going to play defense, and then you know, hopefully, they can throw a little bit along the way to get them where they need to get to. But 
I think the Steelers are always a playoff contender. Well, you just like them because they drafted Najee Harris. I know that. No, I, was, that was I your love guy. Najee Harris. I thought the Redskins should have <laughs> took him, but that's beyond, beyond, beyond the thing. So, You're never going to let that go. Never let that go. Okay. Take a linebacker out of Kentucky for God's sakes. So <laughs> what, what I see with Pittsburgh is this may be a team you see be active in the draft and trade picks or players to move up yeah. to take a quarterback. Right. Uh, I think that's probably you one of the only pieces. You think they will take another quarterback? I think yeah. they're going to take another quarterback. I don't see, you know, Rudolph is a nice backup, and, you know, financially he'll fit as a backup. I just don't see uh, Pickett sitting there. And granted, they have a new offensive coordinator. It's uh, the old Falcons head coach, uh, Smith. Arthur Smith. Yeah, yep. Arthur Smith. So what are they going to be offensive wise? They're going to be what Arthur Smith is offensive wise run the ball. So they're not going to change much. But I just think that Pickett is, doesn't look like – I'm telling you right now, something must have happened in the film room in Pittsburgh for them to say, you know what, we're better off staying with a hotter hand, Rudolph, than bringing Pickett in, who's been the starter all along. And, of course, Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's Buffalo. They – God, man. They were there. They were there. And they just they, – they, they shut it down in the second half against Kansas City. Is Buffalo going to get over the hump, and what do they need to do? So I, I don't know. They, I, mean, I mean, it's all defense they need. They, they don't need. Yeah. They don't need offense. They had a lot of injuries on defense. Right. They fired the OC Ken Dorsey in right. the middle of the season, and, and that gave them a boost. Joe uh, Brady took over, you know? and they became the number one rushing offense right. after that when they never ran the ball. Right. So, I mean, they got uh, Stephon Diggs. They have a great quarterback. They've got a. They have a solid run game. Uh, you know, they have they have multiple receivers. Yeah. Tight ends are fit. So tight ends play great. Yeah. And their whole line is physical. Yeah. So it's not an offensive side of the ball problem. It's a defensive side of the ball problem. You can see that because no team has gone to the Super Bowl giving up 35 points a game on average in the playoffs. And that's they what they're giving they, up. They got to stop people. So I think that's what you're going to see is you're going to see some action by the Bills on the defensive side of the ball, whether it be through free agency or the draft. They need to bolster that side of the, of the line. Uh, after that, God, they're going to be. They'll be back in the playoffs. They'll they be were back the there. hottest team, yeah, and they just, ended up winning the AFC East. They had the most. Or they, they were second. I think they have yeah. the most. They have the most rabid fans that that you will the see Bills in Mafia. the NFL. They just. Uh, it's crazy to bring something back to Buffalo for just the fan base alone would be fantastic. And you know they got the new stadium that's yeah. being built. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of perks, but it's got to start on the defensive side of the ball for them. And uh, the other big disappointment: Philadelphia Eagles, ten and one. They lose to the Buccaneers, get smoked by them. Um, ten and one, they finish ten and seven. And Tampa Bay, another team, Baker Mayfield caught fire. They get into the playoffs. He lights it up. What, what do you see for the future of the Eagles and the Buccaneers? There's with the Eagles, there's something chemistry-wise wrong. There has to be uh, something internally. What you know, staff-wise, Jalen Hurts. I don't because you're talented on both sides of the ball. Their defense is, is a, that, that, that top to bottom. That's a great defensive eleven on that side oh, of the of ball. Yeah, uh, you know, secondary-wise, a few injuries. I mean, they could, they need to plug some holes. But God Almighty, how, how do they not perform at a better pace with the? And, and, you're not, and you're not in a tough division. I no, mean, no. Dallas, division's uh, horrible. But division's, the Giants and Washington, come on. Horrible. So I, I don't know. There's, to me, I'm surprised Sirianni came back. You would have canned Sirianni. I, 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 like, again, I, I mean, don't, he made I don't a lot of staff a, changes. No, no. He I, did. I, well, I mean, well, maybe it's staff changes, but bottom line, when you're steering the ship, 
It's your ship. Well, right. If the ship sinks, You're, it's your fault. Yeah. It's not the guy, not the third, the third mate. It's not the guy on the Titanic shoveling no. the coal. No, no, it's, right, it's, right. It's, it's, the the guy, the yeah, it's the guy saying, "Hey, go, you know, go hit the iceberg." <laughs> so I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I would have thought Sirianni would have been gone. Yeah. Because there's just a there's a and chemistry. Philly problem. is quick to pull the trigger on coaches. Too. That is the most they, unforgiving city yes. in the nation as far as athletics goes, as far as sports teams. So, I mean, Peterson leads them to the Super Bowl, yeah. and uh, he gets to the playoffs the yeah. next year, yeah, and then get gets rid fired. Of, get rid of them. Bad season, get rid of them. They have no tolerance for not performing at the top of their, their abilities, but I just see that as a total, total lack of cohesion staff-wise or, or translating it to the players. Yeah. I mean, the players were coming off disgusted on the field. You could see you it in could their see eyes. The language, and their, yeah. yeah, just – Something was wrong. I wish I, I wish I had a fly on the wall for that to know what it is, but it's crazy. What about Tampa? Do you think they say they re-signed Baker? Yeah, they I got think they explosive do. offense. Yeah, yeah, no. And they're another team that's younger. Yep. Bright future that at the that conference always up for grabs. The NFC South. I hope Baker has success. I never disliked Baker. I don't think Cleveland should have ever gotten rid of him. Well, I really don't. He, I, 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 I don't know why. He, I mean, the year they got rid of him, he had a bum shoulder. Correct. And he, he played. He did not play well. Correct. And I thought they gave up on him a little too soon. They wanted. Listen, they wanted. You got a guy coming out of college with all the accolades, and you're expecting immediate success. We, I mean, and he led him in the playoffs. He, he did. He and he did. had and it was great. Three head coaches his first three years. I agree. New I agree. offensive coordinators. I agree. So, he was a mess. You know, maybe no. I just like I said. I hope it. Hope the the success stays with Baker down in Tampa. Maybe there's some stability there. Because yeah. it's it's a good fit for him staff wise with players. So I, I, if if he can continue doing what he's doing, I mean, he has the weapons. I mean, Mike Evans. What is he now? 32, 33? Yeah, both him and Godwin yeah, are, yeah, are they're, they're older, but they still they perform at top level. So, I mean, he's got a nice set of tools on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they're relevant. Todd Bowles so, is a yeah. good coach. So I, I, think it's a, I think it's a good fit for everybody. I think Tampa will be back in the playoffs and be successful. Um, the, you know, we saw the following round. The Ravens, you know, they go on to, to beat the Texans. We kind of predicted that one. But then, you know, the Ravens against Kansas City. Lamar Jackson ends up winning the MVP. He got his contract. Are you buying into Lamar Jackson? Is he the MVP? Is he the $40 million man? Is he going to lead them to a Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, have, you have to buy into him because he's he's got to the top of his ten, game. Ten as far points as in the AFC Championship. I understand. Ten points. I understand. Now, I don't think – I'm going to say, uh, who's the OC there? Is it Roman? No, the uh, Munkin they Munkin, brought in. He was right. the new Good guy. Munkin, yeah. I'm going to say that. He tailored the, uh, the offense to the, the, him. I mean, so, a tale of two games. I'm watching the Ravens game against the Chiefs, and I see the best runner quarterback in the NFL not running the ball. He's trying to throw, yes. Right. He's not, he's not yeah. running the ball in a situation where he should be running. Right. Then I watched the 49ers game against the Lions, and, you and see I Purdy. see Purdy having success on three long third and longs, yeah. scrambling and running for 20, 30 yards a clip, yeah. getting first downs. Uh, to me, it makes no sense. The guy who should have been running the ball in that championship game, he should have made himself more of an offensive threat, not with his arm, but with his legs. Yeah. Now, whether that was by design or that it was just not, not being comfortable running, 
or whether he wanted to prove that he could throw the ball and fit it in there. I mean, the last pass into triple coverage into the end zone to uh, the tight end. end I mean, come on. It was was horrible. So, I, 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 yes, yes, I'll I'll be, I'll be a Lamar Jackson believer. Uh, Do you think they rely too much on the play action passing game to where, you know, they're not running the ball, and if they get down in a game, he doesn't have the capabilities where they got to throw? Yeah, that's a good assessment. I would say because it's say, a lot of play action passing. They yeah. keep you know yeah. to, they protect. It's a lot of two man, yeah. three man route combinations, deep uh, crossers. It's a good assessment. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't uh, shut down that, that theory. Back. No, yeah. there, no, there isn't. And you know not that, a lot that's of why they game. need they need to keep it into a tight game or, yeah. or a blowout on their end. They need to run the ball. That's their mo. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great assessment. I, I God, I would think with that arm strength. And you know he had some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they were. He's really a two-time MVP winner. Yeah, he's got to be able to do a little bit more. Now there's a guy you know you can press like a Dak Prescott and say, man, he's got to finish. Yeah, I think that's where he, he missed. He got his contract. But I'll still be a believer in him because the 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 the, the, the success level to me looks like it could go higher. There's not a lot of two-time NFL MVP winners walking around. Right, and he's one of them. Right, in his first so, six years, five right, years. Right, right. So I, I think I think the next level can be achieved by him. Whereas look, yeah. I look at a Dak Prescott. I you just don't think, think he's, the next level, he's I, not going to get I, there. I see, I see, that's it. What yeah. you see is what you get. You got a ceiling. Um, the, the other tight game: 49ers, Packers. Like you said, Brock Purdy, man, he's a gamer. The Packers showed their grit. The 49ers, as we know, go to the NFC Championship. They beat the Lions. Man, they just have so many weapons. They they seem like they're the most balanced team in the NFL. It's, I mean, compared to the the Chiefs, they just I, I don't see any weaknesses with San Francisco. I, they're 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 good up front. McCaffrey, they run the ball. He scores touchdowns. They got good receivers. Purdy does his job. He can make plays when he needs to, but yeah. he, he doesn't put it all on himself. Yeah. And man, they got a tough physical defense. Yeah, he's got he's got uh Are they the most complete team? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean they're not they're not lacking in any department yeah. whatsoever. You know, the the wide receiving core is great. Uh, one of the best tight ends of football in Kittle. Uh, I love you know Christian McCaffrey to me he, is the best player in the NFL. Yep. I mean he to me he could be the NFL MVP this well, year. Well, it was a steal the the, the, the trade for him like right. that made that Carolina like what are you thinking? It made no sense. Just, yeah, yeah, they really gave it away. So yeah, I think I think uh, definitely that supporting cast obviously makes Brock Purdy look better than maybe what he is. Of course, although you can't deny that Brock Purdy is really good. Well, that's the thing we we talked about before. They gave the picks up to draft Trey Lance. Right. And I think he played all of two games yeah. and maybe uh, two seasons, okay. and now he, they traded him. Yeah, yeah. To no. that, I mean, it, it, is the verdict out with him? Like, did they just completely miss on him? Oh, or do, do we not a, know? It's 100% miss. You think he's 100% it's miss? It's 100% yeah. miss. It's 100% miss. The Cowboys took a flyer on him because yeah. he was cheap. Yeah. You know, he's third string anyways. He's yeah. not going to see any time. Let's see what he can do. But Trey Lance is probably one of the biggest busts ever the, as the, far he's a as Jamarcus what was Russell. given up to him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least Mer- Russell got on the field a little bit yeah, to show did. that he couldn't do it. He did. I mean, Trey Lance couldn't even get on the field enough to show that he couldn't do it. They just said, this guy can't do it. Right. So that's got to be a really big eye-opener for – and again, you think the general managers would learn on this, but there's going to be some other fool no, of course. that's going to trade two or three first-round picks to get some guy they think is going to turn panic. the franchise yep. around. Right. Yep. It doesn't work that way. How many how – many, all right. How many quarterbacks have been – 
drafted or traded or whatever with a big compensation, you know, like two, three picks traded to be able to either draft this guy or a couple picks and players to be able to bring this guy in. I would say, I mean, one off the bat, like Matthew Stafford would come to mind where Stafford was traded and actually had that kind of he, success to bring he it in. Yep. But I'm trying to figure out what other guys yeah. have been traded and gotten to, the, to a Super Bowl, you know, with, yep. with such a big bounty given up. You know, it, does, it doesn't doesn't translate. It doesn't I, I so mean I, maybe I Peyton the Manning with the Broncos? Peyton Manning with the Broncos. There's they two didn't right give there. up a lot for right. him. They you know? they, they want, right, exactly. Because in the they didn't want to keep him around. No, they so, didn't think he had anything left. There's a couple. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's they're 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 trading and making decisions. It's like, a king's like, ransom. Like Jesus is out there every six months. Yeah. You know, to save their franchise, and it's not. Well, I think I think it's also for the fan base to kind of get them excited. Oh, we're we're bringing in. Uh, Matthew Stafford, you know, he's our guy. He's going to lead us to a Super Bowl, you know. Or we're trading up. We're bringing in Jalen Hurts. I yeah, mean, he's I, a Heisman I, Trophy winner. I whatever. Risk. I can't risk financial failure of the program right. uh, of the but team, they, yeah, and I they, can't they, risk yeah. another two or three losing seasons to bring in somebody to appease the fans. Yeah, I, I got to make the decision. The general manager, so you this guy do what's going to do. For yeah. The team. So that's again. I just have such a hard time well, understanding the how these guys get jobs. Yeah. Give me the job. Yes, yes, you would give you me would do a it. job. We'll any send you job, the fill. Any general manager job, and I'll straighten out, clean the crap out of the organization, get it going in the right direction, yes. trim the fat. We in don't two need years. six thousand coaches. We don't we need don't advisors. Need I don't need a trainer for the trainer. Yeah. I just uh, and, and get it to where it's running efficiently. I, honestly, again, I use the Steelers as a model where yes. it's it's peak efficiency. It's not going to get you a championship every year, but it's going to keep you in the game every year as far as you have a chance to win a championship. There's not assistant general managers, associate general managers, no. vice president no. to the football operations, no. No. president of football operations. Yep. Yep. All, all that no. riffraff. No, it's, it's garbage. It's, it's all garbage. Too, it's, it, it's too much. It's all garbage. When I go to a car dealership, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to talk to 17 salespeople that are out there buffing the windshields, yes. right? And, and, and shoveling they, the they, snow. They come and swarm you. I want, I want the general manager to yeah. come out here. I'll go look for him and sell me a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't need all that fluff. I need the guy who's going to. I want to talk to the guy who calls the shots. And when I when I come into the pizzeria, they want to talk to you. They want yeah, to talk to the guy who calls the shots. Else. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to talk to nobody else. They don't want to talk to someone who just got a job there sitting yes. picking his nose trying to serve you at the counter. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then, you know, we also had. What did you think of the Detroit 49ers game? I mean, that was just a heartbreak for Detroit. But again, it just 40, the 49ers, maybe this is their year. No, I agree, but I, mean, I, 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 I have to say, and I love Dan Campbell, uh, and, and I respect him because you live by the sword, you die by the sword. He, he's a riverboat those, gambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, uh, you know, hey, listen, uh, the Lions needed to make plays on those fourth down calls. And drop passes does not help them. I think the only one that I, I will be critical about is the first fourth down that he went for. Well, not the first, but... The, where he could have kicked the field goal to try to get up by Correct. 17 again. I didn't like that. I like the three-score buffer. I think that might have made a yeah. difference. Yeah. Um, you know, now being up 17 again puts San Francisco in a, in a more of a scramble mode. Right. Time's Rock, running. He's got to you know, throw. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's the only thing Sense I care. If not the other fourth down, you went for it. That's fine. I mean, Guy Wilson Reynolds should have caught the ball. Uh, you know, the fumble, I, I also... 
You know, the old coordinator, I think, clammed up a little bit. He, he only he ran did, the ball six times in the first half. You run 170. up a little bit. You run, you run it for 170 yards in the first half and one of the better defenses in, in football. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you only carry the ball six times in the second half, you know, with Gibbs fumbling once. I think that scared him a little bit. Yeah, he did. And, you know, they, a lot of three and outs. And I just I, I felt bad. I just got away from them. To lose that kind of game has got to really hurt. But it's also got to make them self-evaluate themselves. They'll overcome and, and the adversity, right. I think. you got to self-evaluate. you got to see what your, your shortcomings were, where you need to fill holes. I mean, I think Detroit obviously needs to fill holes on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. I think their secondary needs even even more of an upgrade. Uh, you know, I think they could use another pass rusher. And I think they need a lineman. But nobody so plays their, harder no. for, the, for their coach. No, no, no. Nobody so plays I harder. See, right. So I, I see it as a, a tremendous success. Uh, can they repeat? That's the one big thing. To get back to the championship game again, it's hard, man. It's a grind. Um, and then, you know, Baltimore and Kansas City. Again, we talked about this. Kansas City, do you think, you know, you just saw the difference between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson? There, there, there's just a separation, a gap between the, the type of quarterback that they have. Well, you've got you've got you know, you've got two guys who are uh, elite quarterbacks uh, throwing and running. Granted, you know Jackson, the throwing part I think is coming along. Where Mahomes, you know, he can hit anything at any time. But I mean, but, seventeen points yeah, and they win. Yeah, you know. Well, you're, you're you're looking at a guy that's won two Super Bowls. Yeah, you're looking at a Chiefs team that did not panic. Yeah, they've you're, been there you're before. Lo- you're looking at a staff they've that knows there. how right that knows how to guide their team. In times of stress, uh, they had a, fan, a fantastic game plan. On uh, you know I, th- that that Kansas City defense, they've turned is it top, on in the playoffs. Top three defense yeah. in the NFL without. A I doubt. didn't think they were during the season. <coughs> no, but they I, turned I, it on. I thought they were good during the season, but in watching their performances against both Buffalo and against you know Baltimore, they played um, the toughest teams in the AFC. Yeah, they didn't have I, a cakewalk. I, I don't know, not at all. So I mean that 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 defense is elite. So now it presents a challenge to the 49ers. I mean, you're going to see matchups that may not be advantageous for the 49ers right now up front, right. I think, you know, with their line versus Kansas City's defense. And it's line. a rematch from the Super Bowl a couple years ago. No, it's now, five obviously, years ago, yeah. No, I don't think it was 2020, I think 2020? It was. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, four years, four years. 2019 or 2020. Five years ago, yeah. Um, no Jimmy Garoppolo. No Jimmy, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. But... Um, <laughs> Kansas City, I mean, everyone thought after they traded Tyreek Hill, they, they weren't going to be the same team. They right. retooled. They don't have the number one wide no, receiver. No, but, but they've adjusted. Kelsey. They've adjusted. They've run the they've ball. Adjusted. And, you know, what do you see What do you see going into the Super Bowl? I mean, like, I, like I, think, I think San Francisco is the more complete team. I, I think, you know, Kansas City, you got to remember, they were in jeopardy of completely missing the playoffs by like in week 15 yep. after they lost to the Raiders. Yep. They turn it on, they win the AFC West. Nobody thought they could win no. three playoff games. Mahomes playing on the road. They've showed they can overcome the adversity. What do you see for the Super Bowl and who are I, I you see, taking? I see the game plan for San Francisco. They're, yeah. Defensively, they're going to take Travis Kelsey away. Yep. How they do that, whether they... And then Kansas they, City's creative in getting them the ball. Whether they man them up and box around it. Um, whether they, you know, uh, uh, tie him up on the line of scrimmage and prevent releases. I just think you're going to see someone shadowing him yep. all game. And I think you're going to see somebody else 
over the top of him to prevent anything deep. Right. I think that's how maybe you can you can stymie Kansas City. If Kelsey isn't there, he's, you take he's away there, the security yeah. blanket. You can't of have eleven Mahomes. catches, right? Like you he take did. away the security blanket of Mahomes. So now he'll have to rely on that second and third receiver. The receivers, yeah, and that may They're put them in a guys, little tighter. Yeah. Right, may put them in a little tighter position as far as those guys stepping up and making plays. But now, you like guys, the running back too, Pacheco. Pacheco's, Pacheco's he runs hard. He's unreal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stymie Pacheco. Because San Francisco's front Joey seven. Bosa, yep. Yeah, I just I'm gonna, I'm gonna stymie Pacheco. I'm gonna say Pacheco's under 70 yards rushing for the game. Uh, you know, I, th- I think that that that's a focus is Pacheco and Kelsey. Yeah. And then let's t- let's play. Yeah. You know, someone else make a play. Is Mahomes gonna make a play with his feet? Uh, fine, whatever. We we can you know that's <laughs> that's gonna happen. But how how much is it going to affect us? Is Mahomes going to have to make a play with a staff, a receiving staff that is untested let's they, say in, yeah. in big games they're, they, they're, 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 untested. They're, they're average i think they're average they're i don't untested. think there's a, a playmaker right right but in, stand in, out. in uh, you know in those tight situations they out scheme people can they I make plays say. right so i think that's what you're going to see san francisco do to have success against the 49ers excuse me against the kansas city chiefs kansas city on the other hand i think you know the the upfront battle with the offensive line may be an advantage for them. You mean San Francisco? Uh, no, I think oh, Kansas, you think Kansas City's City. Defense, I think Kansas City's def- defensive line, their front, yeah. can have a, a, a decent amount of success against. against the 49ers line. You know, but I think that after that, the skill set of the people that are out there on the field could dictate the win for the 49ers. Well, so in other words, them. they yeah, just they I, have the advantage at almost all positions. They have they have number them. ones. Because Kittle matches against Mahomes, K- or, or, uh, Kittle against Kelsey. Uh, against Kelsey in a way. Kelsey maybe a slight advantage just because of what he what he does. But after that, um, your 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 two your two receivers, primary ones. Yep. that's a 49ers victory. Uh, Easily you're back in the backfield. That's a 49ers Easily. victory. I love Pacheco, but that's a 49ers victory. Um, McCaffrey, difference maker. The quarterback. Yeah, that's where Mahomes has Mahomes a big advantage. Yep. But Purdy knows how to work with what he has. He's on the not going to make mistakes, right? So He's even if the running you. game is taken away by Kansas City, I think the overall explosiveness of their skill people will overmatch what Kansas City can do with their skill yeah. people. If you take away what Kansas City does well, yeah, and Kyle and, Shanahan and, will have I'm, a good I'm plan. I'm saying take away Kelsey. You don't take every team in the NFL that's going well, against Kansas City. So we're going to take Kelsey they're, this week. They're creative in getting him the ball. Right. You know, they'll put him out in the bunch formation. They right. throw him the quick. They throw him the quick screens. Right. You know, when he scores in the red zone. Right. He runs probably the best ten-yard option route in football. Yeah. Where yeah. he goes inside and, and leverage, and breaks just, out, he turns in. That's just a natural feel with the quarterback, but. The whole idea is if they can keep – and, and I think – And he runs the, the you know, the, the scene when they go four vert. You know, the, he knows uh, how to read the safety, and he's the bender half the time. And the they, linebacker core can, can, can match up with Kelsey. They can run as, with him. Yep. They can run with him. They can bang with him. Uh, who you put on him is, is going to be a question mark. But I think that if you can take that comfort level away, right. now let them go to something else. So as, as, as a D coordinator, when I coached, I looked at the team's three best plays and their best player. And you gotta if I can right. take away their best three plays Make them beat and you. take away their yeah. best player, then somebody's gotta they gotta be able to you They're know, gonna beat you beat with someone else. else. Yep. 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 They're gonna have to go against the grain yep. against what they're used to. Yep. Exactly. And break their tendencies. Exactly. Exactly. So you're right. putting them in, the more comfortable a team is, the more successful they can be on the field. 
the more uncomfortable situations you yeah. put them in, the worse they're going to be. Yeah, I mean, if, if they can run through their first 15 to 20 scripted plays, they're happy. Right. You know, if you, you get them right. off kilter and off balance, yep. now you got a problem. So, who are you picking? Uh, it's a tight spread. Two I, points. Two points. My, 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 my gut says take the points. Yep. Uh, whether it be two or one or whatever it is because – Kansas City has stepped up all along the way and proven that they are a championship caliber team. They've had a tougher battle. They can overcome anything, you know, put in their in their in their way. But I'm taking the 49ers on this. I'm going to say give up the two points, take San Francisco. Um, you know, if it was a bad weather game, I would probably go Kansas City, being that they have been in more bad they weather played, situations. Yep. If it's, uh, it's colder, in Vegas, but yep. it's in Vegas, so the weather's not going to be they, a factor. They pulled the fire alarm at the hotel. That's it. And everybody out. <laughs> So it's not weather's not going to be a factor. Um, I just love the skill set of the 49ers personnel offensively. I think their defense is more than capable to keep the game close yeah. against Kansas City. I see Kansas City having to turn and rely to secondary players to make big plays, and I don't think that's going to happen. What's the over-under on Taylor Swift being shown on television? I would say six times. Six times. So six you're gonna, times. I would okay. say I would say, gosh. I would say over because the NFL realizes how strong a presence she is at bringing in people yeah. to view yeah. NFL games right now. Yeah. I mean, literally, uh, women are going to these games because they think that no, they're going to yeah. get a glimpse of Taylor and Swift. A, a you ton know. of apparel, too. Right, right. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go against you. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Hey, I, just, no, that's, I yeah. compare them to the 2007 Giants who ran the table and beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I right. think the Chiefs are just they're too hot right now. Um, San Francisco, I think, is the better team. Yeah. But I think I think Kansas City yeah, no, no, is, you is can't, hotter. Taking either, you can't go. This is it, it, it should far, be a good game. By thankfully. far, this is one of the harder games to pick. Yeah. Uh, as far as being being confident yourself, you right. know what I mean, like, man, I'm confident. I'm not confident. I'm just saying the matchups to me yeah. tell me the 49ers should win this game. And I quickly want to get your input because there was breaking news that ESPN. <laughs> Fox and um, I, I, there's Amazon, Netflix, they're all going to combine for one massive streaming service to cover NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA. It's going to be a package. package. It's going to be $50 a month. You get Major League Baseball, you get NFL, hockey, basketball right what do you think of that just off the top of your head this could be coming together in the next <coughs> two years it's that, outrageous that it would be off cable television right. it would be all it's streaming it's outrageous and it you know, fifty dollar a month you get every game it's outrageous it's outrageous it's, uh, it's uh, crazy uh, right uh, six hundred dollars a year i'm going to pay You're to see pay. to see sports that i should be able to see you would see for free on, on regular on almost all of them yes. you know once in a while you're going to have a blackout or you're right, going to have a, pay, a paid uh, – that's fine. But you're going to tell me that you're not going to show any sports on public television or, or free free cable TV or free satellite, <laughs> whatever it is, and you're going to block everything off and create a massive, massive conglomerate. Sporting a network. Sporting, yes. A sporting network. Right. Now, if you want to do it for 10 bucks a month, then it's worth it. If you want to do it for 50 bucks a month, that's crazy. Well, the, yeah, I, I agree. But they but – they say that people will pay it. I'm sure people some will. will I'm sure some it. will because, you know, listen, 
some people live at home. Right. And that's all they do. They stay in the basement. They, you know, their parents drop them food in the basement. Uh, they had their, they have seven computers in there. They have a lot of uh, anime crap that they do inside there, and so they love watching everything in their basement. I gotcha. But the average person cannot spend a hundred dollars a month on their cell phone bill and another fifty dollars a month just for a streaming sports service. Not counting, yep. not counting your music service. Not counting your uh, whatever you know, you know you're Amazon paying for Prime, Netflix, Amazon, you're paying for Netflix, you're paying Hulu. for all that. Right, right. And, and, and we're talking it's crazy. about we're talking about inflation right now. No one has any money. Yeah. Oh, the government. The report just came out. Oh, another breaking news. Yesterday, the report came out and said that inflation has dropped again. That's, that's I, that, coming that, from the administration. That, that's great. Yeah, that shows. I, I've seen it. I, I feel that in my pocket right now. Well, and and, and Joe Biden's competent too. He no. he's he's not competent no. enough to be prosecuted. No, right. He's not, he's incompetent. But he can run the country. He's incompetent <laughs> to be prosecuted. Yeah, that's but he, why. Yeah, but, but he can but run he can the country. Run, but he can run the country though. Right. That's that's, that, what that's they another say. more breaking news. Yeah. So that, that it's crazy news that they would all come together, one massive streaming service. They, uh, they would split up the games on, you know, right. Fox, ESPN, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, between, right. and they would be all the sports working together. Right. And they would charge you $50 a month. Right. I mean, listen, would I get it? I mean... Probably you'd have but, to. Uh, but you, what are you going to do? You're not, right. I mean, you, but the average you like person watching sports. Yeah. Right. The average person who doesn't and just wants to catch a game here or there, they're not going to pay for it. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, that's what we have. I I think we had uh, excellent analysis, and uh, we'll see what happens next week. To if uh, if you're not dead, we'll may review yeah, the game. I should be see back. how you're hopefully, feeling hopefully better. Hopefully, I'll be dug up out of the out of the grave. A lot of people coming to the bar. Hopefully, for the game too. Nah, it's a home no. game. Nah, we, you do parties at home. No one does Super Bowl out of the bar. Well, you're still you'll have a lot of deliveries. Yeah, a lot well, of deliveries. we'll be we'll be here. We'll be here. That's, okay, that's our job. All right. Well, for the coach Frankie C, best podcast radio host in the universe, Steve Cully. Remember, when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Take two oranges and throw them back at life.